Hey gang, this is Fillmore, just letting you know that if you enjoy our podcast, quite frankly, a Howard Stern podcast, and you'd like to donate some money for the upkeep, uh, or you want to request certain clips, please donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash jimfix. That's J-I-M-F-I-X-X. You can donate as much as you want for as long as you want. There's absolutely no obligation. I can do that. That's Raise your right hand and say, I swear on the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking Roman. Well, say I it. swear on the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking Roman. Okay. I, I really think that uh, that was a confession that she's fucking him. <laughs> How? Hey, I start. What? Hey, I'm starting a foundation? That means that she's screwing the guy? No, no, no. This has been a long time coming. Yeah, but she's mentioned him a hundred times before, so why is this the announcement? Because, okay, a charity, when you go into a charity with one person, that's almost like making a baby. Um, Robin, the 34, I think, should go up to 44 on the narcissistic chart, because I can't exactly remember what Howard said, and she goes, oh, thank God for people like that, and she was completely referring to herself. <laughs> John Hine. Big wrap-up show yesterday. I heard Robin on the wrap-up show with her. Guatemala, 15 Foundation. I, you know what? I'm resenting the 15 Foundation. Why I feel, are you resenting it? I don't know. It's too much 15 Foundation on the air. Everyone's afraid of you around here, from what I can tell. Because oh, people are like, it. I go, so don't give any money. And they go, oh, no, I better give money. The bigger issue here, even beyond today, is that Robin's charity's totally taken over the office. Whether it's on air, where she's slipping in charity stuff into the news, whether it's Sal and Richard, whether it's me looking up contacts, whether it's her uh, assistant that's just dropped in the middle of the office when no one knows who she is, and she's in and out of Tim's office. It is, uh, there's more charity work going on here now than radio work. What's the big deal? <laughs> well, the big deal took up an hour on the wrap-up well, show. You know what? I said I didn't want to get into this conversation. Goodbye, Jason. Well, Jason, I don't say. I, I do. I think I, I put I my. I said I don't want to have this conversation. She's upset. Okay, I want to talk to you about it. You're you know what? I, I I just have to respectfully quit this job. Right. Because I'm just a torturer to everyone here. I'm a miserable cunt who doesn't even say good morning apparently. And what are we supposed to be talking about? You're getting. You're, listen, he I'm wants done. more from I'm you. Done. You're not I'm done. done. You wouldn't I'm leave. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we were having a great time. It was a good evening. Yeah, and, and then something some bad happened. I got some information that really rocked me, and it just fucked my weekend. I could guess what it is, but I'm not going to. I think I probably figured it out. Really? So, uh, yeah. Somebody was, betray you? It felt like a betrayal, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Fillmore Fingers, a.k.a. Jim Fix. And with me, as always, is the marvelous Sam. Hello. And we're bringing back to um, Quivers, the Robin Quivers 15 Foundation Saga, which is part four. Um, when we left off last time, we had listened to... And this is and this is where I get kind of uh, weird about this. The, the, we'd finished a wrap, wrap up show. Robin talks early charity shit eleven sixteen oh nine. Then we went into Brendan Murphy event eleven nineteen oh nine. Now we're in two thousand ten. Artie's gone, and this is the first mention of the fifteen foundation. It's three eleven. It's March March eleventh, 
as, as uh, same as Eric the Midget's birthday, which I already referred to as 311, um, at 10. And it's a little short clip. So here we go. There you go. And uh, finally, let me just say, I'm off to Guatemala mm. <laughs> for the Girl Fund. Good luck. And that should be an interesting trip. And also... In my honor, just go to 15foundation.org and support the charities. And in my honor tonight, when you have that dinner for me, can we make up a signal if I need those wine guys to leave? <laughs> in my honor. Did you catch that? No, I completely missed her narcissism. Yes, of course I did. It, it, that's like missing a car sideswiping you, <laughs> scraping right down, taking off your rear view mirror and saying, bye. So yeah, guys, this is all the, the girl fund and all this stuff. This was the first, this is the first time she brings it up to but the best of my knowledge. And if anybody knows differently, just correct us in the, uh, the comments. Um, she's done all kinds of charities, but this is going into for 15 foundation. And, uh, so you realize the grift was, you know, the, now his hooks are really in. I'm not having fun. I'll be close to you. All you right. just lean over and say, get him out of here. If I tickle your thighs, you know that's the <laughs> signal, all right? Uh, Robin, I look forward to seeing you later before your triumphant trip to Guatemala. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about it. I sat down and read the literature that they gave me for this trip, and I was like, boy, this is not like going to Paris. Right. <laughs> this is every happen. man for himself. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> it's not like going to Paris uh, yeah no shit Sherlock <laughs> Sam's yeah. face is I, I, I wanted to it's too bad we can't just post it I could post a picture of it but then um, it's sort of people going, well, I, what? I don't care you, could do, you post this meme at <laughs> Guatemala is not Paris no what so the the same day on the wrap up show, Cyrus, rest in peace, Cyrus, one of the best callers of the show ever had, um, started to it's he kept it real on the wrap up show regarding Brendan. So it's a short clip as well, but three minutes. So here we go. Give us a call to talk about everything that happened on today's program, and let's go over to Robin. I think did everybody notice what Robin was wearing today? Yeah, pretty much. I think she's worn it before, actually. Really? We, noticed, we noticed it today. Yeah. And what do you think about this big dinner tonight? Are you a part of this dinner, Gar? I am. And uh, is having the wine guy and the other guy that Robin was talking about a good plan or not for Howard's birthday? This is for Howard's birthday, right? I think so, yeah. Um, it's always interesting having people. I don't know why they're having a birthday for thing for Howard in the middle of March, but okay, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah well, go ahead, Sam. Uh... I'm sure, you know, there was probably a lot of premieres for Horse Face to go to, and she had to, like, prance around those. But either way, okay, so say it's his birthday thing. Yeah. And she's bringing these wine people for the birthday. There's a lot of shoving in Robin's shit yeah. for Howard's shit that I'm sure annoyed him. And he talks about he was annoyed, but then he... Ended up liking it, and it's fine. Yeah. But, so. I, I mean, I will say, coming from ha having family who has wine people and experts in them, mm -hmm. 
when they host dinners and doing tasting, it's usually for business. It's not yeah. something like my uncle would be like, I want to throw a dinner party for you. And then I say, oh, great. And I show up and my uncle has a bunch of people I know. And then strangers. Yeah. I mean, that's odd. I don't think he would do that. Yeah. Knowing how uncomfortable he is in any situation. I mean, when we had Brendan and we played the clip of Brendan in studio and he was like, <laughs> it was like an assassin was in the studio, the way he treated him. And so imagine in a dinner setting, even if it's somewhere oh. he's comfortable. Right. And then, you know, that Robin, Robin is aware that everyone knows the grift. Like, well, but is she, she has to know, but is she? I, I think mean, she's the way the Richie nurse, talked about it. It was like basically a target. I mean, the whole point is the whole point is she didn't know she was being grifted. Everybody else could tell because she they were outside the tornado. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, with her, and she's also so self delusional. I mean, it's it's still strictly a matter of like he really loves me. <laughs> you really, you <laughs> really, really like me. You know, and all this because it was. Let's let's be honest. The whole the purpose of the grift on her end was to get into uh, Brendan's pants. And the purpose oh, of his is obvious, but I mean, that's, that's the sad part. Like Richie really let the blow down. He, he, he really was really gentle with the way he put it. He could have been really mean. Cause I, if somebody said that about me, I'd be really sad. <laughs> well, I mean, after the fact, it's obvious. What could she really get upset with? The fact is the guy, and I'm sure they all said, oh, he was an asshole when she finally kicked him to the curb or when he kicked her to the curb and she finally wised up. I'm sure they all had loads of stories that they hated about him or, or something like that just to get on her good side. I just like she's dragging him to all these events, but including him in the art grift. It's so hilarious. It is. And it's, it's so obvious. That's the other, that's the sad part. And that's where, that's where it gets mockable. Because who doesn't know what's going on? People at the table that are a part of, you know, the group, so to speak. Because, like, we went out to dinner last year, and I was saying to Jason, it was uh, Mary and I, Fred and Allison, Howard and Beth, Robin and Benji. And it was fun because it was just us so we could really get into conversations that we might not get into tonight because there's two other guys at the table. I, I know Howard will ha Howard always has his guard up. Boom. But you're looking forward to it. Absolutely. And Robin said... She's she's going off on her trip to Guatemala, but she also started a brand new foundation. Okay, go ahead, Sam. Okay. Well, Howard always having his guard up, now that we know how his MPD is, mm -hmm. that just means he's a complete disaster socially, which oh, yeah. we already knew. So yeah. anything that's going to come out of the norm at him, mm -hmm. he'll be a complete putz. Yeah. And... Uh, also just, a, you know, he can't deal with it. That's why he hates going out and he wants to be in his house all the time. Like COVID's dream. Yeah. Because he can be a miserable prick at home. Um, and it, it's the only person suffering is Beth. If she's there in the same mm -hmm. room at the time, but if he has to go out for dinner, you're right. We've talked about this many times on the podcast. It's a recurring theme. The front he has to put on to go and mingle with the common folk or even people, you know, just with less money than him because he hates you know, he's not interesting. He doesn't have great stories. He he wouldn't know how to shut the fuck up. Anyway, let's continue. Yeah. And by the oh, way, sorry. so. Yeah. So. This came up, this 15 Foundation, her new charitable endeavor. Mm -hmm. And in the show, they said, meet charity fundraiser Robin. When 
mention of Robin's new charitable. This is how they categorize this on the Stern website. Mm-hmm. When mention of Robin's new charitable organization came up early this morning, Howard registered a complaint. I don't like this new charity fundraiser, Robin. But was that what, what day was that? Because I think that's in May. That's coming up. So that's March twenty fourth, two thousand ten. Okay, so we're getting we're getting a, we're getting close to that because this is a couple weeks before. But so he and he he really verbalizes it in the springtime, like later in the spring. But you can tell he's fucking pissed. So he's been letting this go for months and months and seething about it. And really completely not seething. And he yeah. says, Howard later qualifies his statements. I'm proud of you. You know that, I hope. Howard went on to play another part of the video blog. So this is after the fact. Mm-hmm. But he was seething. And Robin insisted she'd always been charity fundraiser Robin. But right. Howard thought she went further than usual. Basically saying she's bullshit. Well, and this yeah. went on. You can just tell he hates Mm -hmm. this oh fuck yeah well it's attention going away from him first of all but second of all they're having to treat robin the same way he needs to be treated and he can't deal with it they have to tread lightly with her which is what they all have to be like around him but she's in like another whole other type of narcissist she couldn't be able she wouldn't be able to deal with it if they started goofing on her about this fucking charity and he he wants to so desperately fucking knock it to shit now, I have a question. Do you think that she's not being treated and mocked? I mean, she got she definitely gets mocked and behind her out. back, yeah, behind her back. But, you know, on the show it was it, oh, did, okay, it yeah. does become a focal point, okay? Eventually. The NSAL thing, the North Shore mm-hmm. Animal League thing. I mm-hmm. think that's a huge part of why he holds back cuz he <laughs> she knows that's a bunch of grift. Um, quite possibly. Yeah, that might be it too as well. She could throw that in his face. She could throw a lot in his face. Fuck. Uh, he wants it in his face right now. Uh, let's continue. I didn't know that was happening. Did you? I had no idea. I guess today was the day she announced it. Yeah. So she's all excited about that. In fact, I was over at the website. What's the website again? 15foundation.org. And it's the number 15, not 15 spelled out. And it's amazing to see who designed it. Who did design it? Um, some guy named Brendan. Oh really? I don't know if he designed it, but that's the big... same guy she took to the um to the Christmas, Christmas party. What yeah. are you talking about? Really? No, seriously. I know. No, there's a um there's a bit. I don't know whether he designed it, but at the bottom there's a lot of different logos. One of which is his. And when okay, so she brought him to the fucking Christmas party. We didn't know this. Like I mean, we knew this, but you didn't hear that until right now. You click on it, it takes you right to his Solitaire website or something. Oh, well, wow. he's actually. I mean, well, she said she he's running it with her. That's great. Or they started it together. Cyrus and Philly, you're on the wrap-up show. Hey, now. Hey, hey Cyrus. I, I, I really think that uh, that was a confession that she's fucking him. When she, <laughs> How? When she mentioned the charity. Well, hey, when I started. that charity, she just, just uh, wedged that in. What? Hey, she, I'm starting a foundation? That means that she's screwing it's, the guy? It's code. No, no, no. This has been a long time coming. Okay, so Cyrus, Cyrus just laying it out there. God bless you, Cyrus. Yeah, but she's mentioned him a hundred times before, so why is this the announcement? Because, okay, a charity, when you go into a charity with one person, that's almost like making a baby. Well, I don't know that she <laughs> went into it with just him. Yeah, there could be other people involved. No, she said that. She said two people, him and her. Gary, what do you think? Um, I don't know that I would go as far as what Cyrus is saying, but... Go ahead, Sam. And truth be told, if you look on the 15 Foundation website, Brendan Murphy's name is all over it, as l- and with hers. 
So he uh, yeah. sells gear on it, like he sells merch at, on the, it. at that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 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 been scrubbed from the website with the exception of a little mention. I'll, I'll put up um, uh, JPEG on the uh, in the video, guys, so you can see the original screen cap of what it said when he was still involved with her, and then. Um, after the fact that they scrubbed him, but they still left it on because he was a founder and you would have to leave him on. But he, his bio was completely erased. So what does that tell you? And then she was also going to Florida a lot during this time. I don't know if you guys remember on the show, mm-hmm. she was going to Florida. And so during the launch, radio star Robin Quivers launches 15 Foundation. And this was Miami, Florida, 2010. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole lifestyle that she yes. offered this grifter. Right. And there's people that have suggested that the sale of the, she took a bath on some of her real estate deals, uh, selling her properties. Um, the following year or within the next few years, she, she had a house that, um, I think it was Todd Hill, Staten Island. She couldn't get rid of for two, almost 3 million. She ended up selling it for like 1.1 million, um, after she'd put all kinds of money into it, whatever. And somebody was theorizing that it was a tax dodge. Uh, like she basically had to be, she was under house arrest because of this 15 foundation and she was in tax trouble. And it's like nonsense because she got the cancer. She did have cancer. Like it's clearly it's come back since then. So I believe that the house arrest theory is complete bullshit, but it is fun to, for to think about. Also, it's interesting that, so see how she was being more charitable in the sense of she was doing the girl fund. Mm -hmm. She was mentioning these things and then she launches her own foundation. So -hmm. now what we realize when people do this grift, because it's happened in me too recently, where you realize most of the money for hashtag me too isn't going for actual victims of sexual abuse. It's going to careers of celebrities. So mm-hmm. these people are being paid like Reese Witherspoon, Alyssa Milano, all these fucking people who put their oh, yeah. name on this are yep. taking a gigantic salary and doing so little. Yes. So little for the actual cause. That's they right. They are they we... are jumping and grifting on causes. So Robin could have could have just directly gave to any of the number of things that she has mentioned previously, but she has chose to make a separate foundation that's going to dole out money to the ones that she was already doing. It makes yeah. absolutely no sense. Right. And we, in the first episode guys, because you will have to listen to this uh, chronologically if you want, you want to make the most sense out of it. Um, I would, that's what we recommend anyway. In the first episode, we list a bunch of bogus charities over the years that have, they've been under scrutiny. They've can't, they've been closed down. They've, um, literally gone, you know, some people gone to jail for certain, uh, bullshit charity, um, aspirations and so little of the money actually went to where it was supposed to go to. So this is no different. This is really, yeah, funding her lifestyle. Dame Bethman did a great, you have, you have to sift back a long way, but on the Dame Bethman page, she did such a great job on this whole saga that, uh, I almost wish I could spend the time going back through it, but it was, she, she, you know, everybody knew, everybody knew. And Cyrus is laying it bare here on the wrap up show. Go figure. I, I do think that it means so if you're going to get involved in something like this, it means that you're either very, very good friends or more. You don't get involved in a process like this unless you're really friendly with somebody. Actually, yeah, I was being kind of crude about the fucking part. But, yeah, intimate. 
They're real intimate. All right. So, Cyrus, you think there's something going on there? Oh, yeah. Now I, now I know. Like, before, when Howard used to accuse her, I never really, you know, I was thinking that he overstepped. Yeah, he oversteps. Mm-hmm. Understating it a little bit. Thank you, Cyrus. But, no. Today, she kind of admitted All right. Well, Gary, maybe you could find out tonight when you guys are at dinner. Uh, uh, I think he'll be there. Oh, really? I would guess. <laughs> Is this a foundation event? I don't know. I don't know, but I would think that, I mean, he, he he seems to have been at a bunch of events with her recently as a date. Not, the, not a guy, is it a, an escort? What would you call it? Like what a one, <laughs> Grift. Well, <laughs> Let's call it what it is. What would you call it? <laughs> what was that dinner party Beth was at? It's called Desperation. Well, but not like a- no, when a woman it drinks, was a matchmaker, not like an escort. <laughs> what do you call it when a woman <laughs> a guy, but they're friends, but you know, Jigala? It's like, like, yeah, like he's escorting her. He's an escort. He's escorting her to a date. They're not dating. Her lady friend. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're <laughs> Cyrus, thank you for your call. Um, go ahead, Zim. This is all very telling, by the way, yeah. in hindsight, oh, yeah. because oh, yeah. these type of situations actually happen for celebrities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in these matchups and these dinner parties you're telling me the most awkward socially inept person was just randomly at a dinner party with moose not a chance no so i don't believe for five seconds that robin of course i think his grift was a little bit more slick where he got in with her through contacts and people but this happens all the time Yes. Look at Alec Baldwin. How does that feel? Five kids, <laughs> idiot. Yes. <laughs> and we're not going to. Uh, it, it, it actually pains. I know it pains Sam not to be able to do a show based on Hilaria and the whole grifting thing, which we could so we could feast on that for for episode after episode easily. If you go into the whole litany of of um, now that the stories come out. And I, but we, we can't because it's not Howard related, really. He, even though he's a friend to the, he's, what is that, member of the court or friend of the court? Yeah, he's a friend of the court, which, by the way, really interesting. Adam Carolla this week said Alec was on a flight with him and he was going to New York. Adam, Alec was on the same flight and he said, mm-hmm. I love you. And Adam had never really like had an interaction with him previously. And he said, oh, thank you. And he he goes, what are you doing in New York? And Alex said, I'm doing the Stern show and a couple of other things. And, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Adam said, I'm doing the Stern show and a couple of other things. And Alex said, he should be doing your show. Wow. And Adam was laughing and said, I thought that was pretty funny. So then we hit it off and we talked and whatnot but he's like so he's a nice guy and stuff but then you know then he got to trashing the wife and uh, rightfully so yeah fucking dense and it really is though like the grift wives of you know the grift wives of new york city and beverly (laughs) hills it really is yeah, it's an amazing, it's amazing story. The more that it breaks out, and me, me and Sam were like, I think I said, I bet you my new sneakers last longer than their marriage at this point. 
I I'm bursting. By the way, I hate that we can't talk about this. Keep yeah, I mean, going. we just we just did, but I mean, we're not devoting a whole episode because that's not our mandate. It's not but, worth it, right? In the in the future, if we decide to do something else, guys, and it's uh, you know pop culture related, we hope you'll fucking join us for this. Is the kind of stuff we would totally eat up. We would be like like lions at a gazelle. <laughs> like, oh my god! If this were the Sour Patch Kids, and I'm in a movie theater. Bye. It's gone. <laughs> so the next clip, we're going to get into it. It's uh, th- uh, March 22nd, 2010. Robin returns from Guatemala. There's a there's a, a longer uh, whole section of it, but we're going to start with this because it's real brief. And then the following day, they actually go full on into it. So let's uh, let's try and get through this. All right. Let's see what's going on here. You sound strange. Yeah, well, everything sounds strange, everything sounds strange when you go to Guatemala. Oh. Changes your whole life. <laughs> and good morning to you all. Welcome back, Robin, from your travels. First of all, there is a lot to talk about. And let me start with. How was it just going to start with? You're not even going to say it was. It was. I came back alive. I'm unscathed. That we're going to. We're going to get. Yeah, it's all about you, honey. We'll don't worry. We'll get to your shit. You go, I, go ahead, Sam. I'm reading the Stern Show website and it said howard mockingly thanked robin's twitter feed for keeping him updated on every moment of robin's fact finding mission to guatemala by the way if any charity is on a fact finding mission that means they're out to brunch with a lot of wine and someone else's money yes um what a waste of a week's vacation robin accused howard of cynicism you call everything a waste well, he doesn't waste anything. <laughs> Haven't you heard of his marble hoarding? It's legendary. Right. Howard then read a few of his favorite Robin tweets. We saw your Twitter. You don't need to tell us about your trip. I could tell you when you took a shit. It's nice that a dollar still means something in part of the world. So he's reading her tweets. Yeah. And you could just tell this. from the From the reading of it. This really blew his mind that she actually followed up and went. Yes. And it blew his mind that this was still going to be consuming on the show. The narcissism of him now that I see this and the narcissism of her are Mm -hmm. at a full car crash. Right. It's 68. It's 234s. It's the lightning clock tower DeLorean. Like we are (laughs) fucking... Weapons grade narcissism. <laughs> Usually, that's a term for something else, guys. But we don't doesn't not applying right here. So to you, it's not about you right now. No, yet. but you said it was very dangerous down there. It is. Well, you you made it. Good for you. <laughs> you made it. The thing I did was go into a cave. Yeah. Who? We're not even sure you were in Guatemala. What are you talking about? I don't know. And we haven't medically examined you yet. What usually happens is people pick up some kind of weird disease from the water or the... My legs are going to fall off. No, but you're going to get ill, maybe. We're still waiting for that. Well, people usually get ill during their trip. Okay, go ahead, Sam. He's acting like she went to space for like two years. (laughs) Radioactive decontamination. crazy. Do you need to do some fucking balance test, Robin? It's just crazy. Also... This is really a great way to support her charity, even though it's a grift. Still, they're both 
shit. He has he he hasn't figured out that if he just doesn't if he doesn't talk about it, like he doesn't play t- teaser about it, it will go away. Like it, it but the problem is he's worried he it won't go that. away. No. He can't let it go. He can't let it go and then you know what she should say? I'd be I if I were her. Oh yeah. I'd say meow. <laughs> like <laughs> fuck you and your pretend animal bullshit tax shelter are you kidding oh, me oh fuck yeah and it is and in, in 2010 it's not even at full fever pitch like he's not even full steam ahead yet with that. right do you know how many like animal breeds are on the endangered species list that you could actually save but you're saving house cats yeah <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! I gotta find that video of that cat, that feral, that his daughter when she got your muffin. <laughs> That's our spirit animal <laughs> forever. Okay, let's keep going. Now, oh, no. a lot of people get it afterward. I see. And then they have a whole. I was just reading an article about this. Some woman went somewhere on a vacation. Is that the- <laughs> I was reading an article. Some woman went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the retention skills of a fucking two-year-old. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, anyone turning in that medical prognosis? Someone went somewhere and something happened. Sneeze. <laughs> it's just like Michael Caine in the TV movie for Jack the Ripper. He goes, somebody, somewhere, knows something. <laughs> so for today, leaflets. The world, God, Derek, is not my concern. You know what? It's like It's like Alfred Hitchcock presents somebody knows something. That's a good. That's a good Hitchcock impression. Costa Rican woman. Yeah, where a fly landed on her head or something. Well, actually, they found that something was like growing out of her head. It was like some sort of worm or something. A fly like landed on her. And bitter, and I guess she laid some eggs inside the woman's scalp, and all of a sudden at night this little worm would come out the side oh, of her head. Yeah, well, that wasn't the one I read. I oh. read something about a woman who got, like, so ill and started... Yeah, of course. And uh, she got tapeworm and diabetes, and uh, she also got, like, uh, bubonic plague, and uh, whatever we can do to denigrate your fucking trip, Robin. So, <laughs> welcome back, shithead. <laughs> Robin, remember how you had to go on this trip because you want to fuck your grifting <laughs> man candy yeah. well fred has a wonderful awful script waiting for you that was so unfunny yeah, well <laughs> well Craig, he, you know Craig, fred's the head writer that's why this is why will's the head writer now according to <laughs> <what> we <laughs> he got demoted and will's now the head writer what does that say about you fred i was <laughs> 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 getting Nora's doing Still getting those gigs on the turnpike. Okay. Uh, He's that guy in a New York, like, summer band, like, playing Journey. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Okay. You just have have moms who have bad tans and fucking frayed <laughs> split ends you know <laughs> snapping fingers <laughs> i hate it all do you know any speed wagon <laughs> <laughs> you take it on the road baby 
<laughs> Play a little more. Losing weight and started like they couldn't eat and vomiting and sounds like his ideal weight loss plan. <laughs> sounds like a weekend at best. <laughs> exactly. She picked up something in one of these countries, and it was just again confirmation. Well, I, I heard a story about a woman in Africa who, you know, like you she go. got those big elephant legs. There you go. From being over a <laughs> cankles from being in Africa, <laughs> among other things. Uh, oh God! And there are people that so got their Robin news from this show. This? <laughs> Jesus, you thinking of that picture of her walking away with a huge wide load? I'm just thinking about Disney's Dumbo, like the original, where it's like the sad mother. <laughs> Disney, Disney makes an appearance on QF again, guys. Between that, we haven't made a Billy Madison reference yet, and I have not. I don't think I've done SCTV yet, so there's still time. I don't know. I should will be shooting out of your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Robin will be like, that'll be, that'll be fun. I'd like to do the news, but there's a bullet in my throat. That's <laughs> a big snake. All right, well, we're going to get to your trip. I want to hear all about it, of course. Robin was tweeting, Facebooking, texting. I knew she was having a bad time when I saw that every single minute Robin was Facebooking and texting. <laughs> this is what you're referencing. So here we go. Yeah, I referenced that. And you know what's so weird? He fired half his staff and had a meeting that said, get on Twitter. Make yeah. fake Twitter accounts. Yeah. Tweet everyone. I don't care. It was like <laughs> business management 101 for social media for idiots. Yeah. So let's make fun of her now. Robin was actually, you know, probably on par. Well, Robin, well, Robin was well ahead of the game. She was tweeting like a motherfucker and she's, there's a video blog from Guatemala, which I don't know that we're going to do. And we certainly don't, not going to do now today, but, um, it's, no, uh, thanks. I <laughs> I'd rather not, but they were going to go play some of it at some point. Beautiful. Robin's Facebook was like that. I am now in the coffee. What, what was coffee it? coffee farm. The coffee farm. <laughs> coffee plantation. And then like a minute later, it was like, still at the coffee farm. <laughs> Driving around the coffee farm. I'm like, what is she finding out? And how is anything in Guatemala going to change? Because Robin's <laughs> well, things there. are changing already. Go ahead, Sam. It is kind of a funny point. Like, yeah, who gives a fuck that you're in a coffee farm on a fact-finding mission? I mean... <laughs> It Isn't does. It's supposed does, to be about girls' education. They hit the nail on the head when they kind of do the whole haughty Queen Ophelia thing, like, "Oh, and now I'm with the peons, messing with my, you know, Jackie voice." Just imagine that, because it is now. Don't get me wrong. When you go to these countries, and if you're used to something very different, yeah, you might be fascinated by every little thing. But there, it's like someone going, "Look, there's a stairwell. Look, look, there's <laughs> there's a fire extinguisher." So. I mean, I get it, but yeah, she, they're, they're pointing out she's tweeting about nothing. Yeah, it really is just too much. It's too much. You, you, we don't need to know all that. No. <laughs> and as I said to other people, there is a video component, like a video blog that I thought we could do a little walkthrough, like if there was a five minute of it, but not, not today. Maybe in the next episode, we'll see, we'll see how it all works out. They're observing programs that are, are uh, in place right now. Look at you. And young girls are learning that they have a right to an education and they have a right to know about their bodies and they don't need to get married at 10 years old. 
Yeah, but are you really changing that, or did the UN change? We went to observe programs at work because、hmm. the UN wants to spread those programs around the world for girls in those same situations. I see. So yeah, go ahead, Sam. You know what's kind of a shame though is that this all just kind of went away. So even、mm-hmm. though. I think part of Robin's problem is, like we said, there was no real clear direction with what she wanted to do charity-wise.、Mm-hmm. It was、mm-hmm. kind of all over the board, and her in yeah. general yeah. is all over the board. But I think like this could have probably been noble if it was directed properly, and she actually really wanted to do something good. Yeah. Well, the other thing was the minute she found out, the minute the grift became a reality in her eyes,、um, she wanted. I know how it would be. You would disassociate yourself with any connection to the grift, which of course means the Fifteen Foundation. But if you were really a charitable person, you would forget about the fact that you were, you know, upset by this person or that you you started this thing with, or you'd ensure that it got funded properly and left other people that were responsible in charge and maintain the charity because all of a sudden charities that were sort of depending on you to come up with something, you no, know, well now you don't exist. What fuck good were you then? Because they depend on people, like, you know, donors continually donating. That is so true, and that is so true too for、uh, for the Stearns as well. Like every time Beth gets pulled from something like the Long Island Bulldog Foundation or some sort of Hero Dog Awards, they、yeah. automatically pull their bankroll. So it's like, do you even really give a shit about any of this if the second your wife's mug isn't in front of it? You guys aren't going to be talking about it or charitable for it. It's such a fucking annoyance to me that these—it's all about vanity. Mikey Rex and I—I'm going to—I'm going to go. We're going to do a little duo. He gets the video. He's good at—he's really good at editing. And、uh, he—we were—was it you or was it him? It was him on our Facebook group that posted that speech, that impromptu. Quotation marks speech that Howard gave at one of the galas or ga- galas. Yes, galas. yes. I guess it's gala more, <laughs> more appropriate in this case. But、uh, it was about seven minutes, maybe. And he gets off. If you see, it's very barely noticeable. But as he gets off the stage, he's looking like, "Where's the step? Where's the step?" And、uh, very gingerly gets off. And he's talking all this. Oh, it's so it's so amazing what you all done for animals. And I told him, let's intersperse clips of him over the years talking shit about animals, Timmy the cat stuff. Let's talk about him. I don't want another cat. All this other crap, and then have it in between that speech, like little you know bits. You what? That that is such a brilliant idea because I find. In these short form、uh, kind of mashups of lying and grifting, in when you highlight the grift with、mm-hmm. their own words, you、yes. can't counter it. There's、right. nothing. It's not our opinion. It's right. It's literally their words. <laughs> right. And then you get her clips of like Beth on Letterman going. People think I know about dogs. I don't. But you had the call to release a book I, called I, "Oh My Dog." There is a clip of her and Carson Kressley when they are promoting that bomb called True Beauty, where she's also cross promoting "Oh My Dog,"、mm-hmm. and it is so cringeworthy watching her talk about how she knows absolutely nothing about animals, but people thinks people think that she does. Right?、Well, why would they think that you do? First of all, if you don't, because that's you branding yourself as someone who knows about animals. You fuck. <laughs> well, the the thing is that was right at the time where we, they figured out. Well, she's not getting any traction in any other medium, so we'll have to go the charity route. 
And once we do that, we can establish this, oh, you know, she's a charity person, she's charitable. And, and then, um, so she, once they got a little, a toe in the water, they decided that's it. She's full on charity. That's what she's about. Saving all these fucking pets, these house pets. Um, you know, where's turtle rescue? You know, when's, uh, you know, parakeet, parakeet rescue coming out. It's, it's in disingenuous because of also inherently, I think Beth and Howard, they're not convincing. They're just, they're, they're completely utter, unconvincing and they don't seem genuine in anything they say. That's the biggest problem. We talked about it before. Likeability. Right. And just like Robin, this wasn't about, I don't think so much helping people as it was for what is her next move mm -hmm. in her own branding, in her mm -hmm. own talk show that she was shopping around. Yes. Uh, well, this was well after it, but I think she would have been getting towards this slimmer because she was yo-yoing between fat, slimmer, less fat, fat, less fat. And then she, uh, the pilots that we were talking about that we'd love to get a hold of was from 2005. So this is five years later. She was uh, in the process of putting together the cookbook, which went on hold while she had cancer and wasn't released till after she got out. But I think before the cancer, she was definitely angling for another shot at a show for sure. I think for you're right. sure. Yeah. So Oprah 2.0, whatever. Well, and the, they really need the programs for the men because the men are the ones that subject the women to a lack of education. Well, and, right now you're still uh, mm -hmm. you still have to find enlightened leaders to get oh, these boy. programs even in place because the men have to approve before the women can do it. Hey, hey. Yeah, a big problem. But Robin was there tackling it, and her tweets were amazing. <laughs> Does anybody have a copy of Robin's <laughs> tweets and Facebook oh, postings? No. Come right in, Jason. Come on, you know you got them. Oh. You got to hear what's going on with this. I guarantee you there wasn't anyone following her. I got to look up. I bailed out after the coffee farm. Here, here we go. <laughs> it's nice that the dollar still means something in some part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do love when they, they both know each other so well and they know yeah. exactly how to fuck with each other. It's that this is the only time. I genuinely enjoy him. But I meant to ask you a question about this. So she's getting fucked on. She knows she's getting fucked on. But mm -hmm. the fact that she loves, she's such an attention whore is sort of, it, it outweighs the, the indignity of getting fucked with. Like she doesn't mind getting fucked with as long as the attention is more than, you know, it's on her. It's focused on her. It's the same as why she didn't have to stay on the Sally Jesse stage for the whole show. No. She did it because she enjoys the attention, negative or positive. Somehow it always comes back to her. Like all of a sudden at the last segment, she was being a counselor on stage. I mean, <laughs> she can't get enough of herself. So this yeah. same thing. Right up her ball, right in her ballpark. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, I mean, have you, you haven't been to Europe where it means nothing. Uh... There is lots of room for those who can provide immediate solutions. That is the focus of the 15 Foundation. That's Robin's Foundation. Which is having its launch event on uh, this Thursday. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> okay. So, I just love that. It's just also like <laughs> this message of the 15 Foundation, immediate solutions, yet you are on a fact-finding mission to even just scratch the surface of what are 
these programs that are already in place. So mm-hmm. how are you planning on having any solutions? <laughs> I mean, so, well, <laughs> what are you coming up with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> well, the solution is another gala. Night in Miami. I, There's a lot of like, you know, Robin. <laughs> Go to 15foundation.org. Yeah. <laughs> Right when he was still earning his paycheck. <laughs> when he was still alive. I'm yeah, exactly. He's just like a CGI body double now. <laughs> he might be. He, he might be knows? just like Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Being, yeah, exactly. The ghost of Fred. Well, uh, recently, I, I think we, we haven't done a, a breakdown recently, but uh, Raven and the rest of the gang, Kayla and Bob Sisypho and uh, Jeremy and uh, everybody else that's on Brandy or Brendan, depending on the day, they're all doing such a great thing on the mockery thread that just recently Fred fucked up and they were like, Fred, where are you? Fred, Fred, that would never happen. That would just never happen back in the day. I love when Fred fucks up. I love when he uh, goes a little bit too far when Howard asks him a question. It's like Howard only wants you to give a one sentence answer and then go back to your hole. Yes. Fred gave a long tribute to Leslie West yes. and knew things that Howard didn't know because innately Howard doesn't give a fuck about music or care or know. Or, Les- or Leslie. Yeah, he doesn't. It's all about everything that Howard talks about always is about him. It yes. always reflects back to him. Right. How do Fred I feel actually, about whatever? Right. So how Fred was actually giving a great tribute with some really good details and mm-hmm. Howard immediately got pissed yeah he showed him up he showed him up for the poser that he is so yeah and uh either way we're gonna we're i was gonna say we're gonna cover some of the some of january guys but raven's not feeling 100 percent yet as soon as she is we're gonna have a breakdown uh, asap but we're gonna just like the last one we did we're gonna pick certain days and and just be done with it january as a whole has not been worth covering to be honest <laughs> Uh, you think Robin's next charity is going to be a fact-finding mission on COVID-16? <laughs> no, but I think she might uh, try to grow a skin grafts for the manatee that had the Trump <laughs> etched in it. <laughs> she, she respects oh, fellow yeah. manatees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Yeah, right. Yeah. A lot of that. A lot of, like, Robin's new organization. Well, you know what? Let me tell you something. I was on a plane yesterday coming back from Guatemala. Actually, I had to connect in Dallas to New York, and I was sitting next to a man named Richard Pittman. Now, you don't know that name, Howard, but that man is a real hero. He is one of the Medal of Honor winners from the Vietnam War. Yeah, okay. Oh, why doesn't Howard know him? He's been in Nam half of his life. Don't... (laughs) Don't you know? We, he chewed some of the same dirt, surely. Um, go, go, <laughs> go ahead. You were laughing when, when no. she brought up the, I know something you don't, Howard. And boy, don't I love that. And everyone should know this because every how she describes things or what we should know or how we should know things is exactly why she shouldn't be in charge of a charity. Because you are never going to sell this to anyone because of how you talk to people, period. Right. So if you right. want to educate people about this topic or get this out there, listen to this. Who mm-hmm. the fuck is going to sit in a room and listen to you about anything? You don't know this, everyone, but 
I was on a plane <laughs> and fuck you. <laughs> well, it is. You're right. It's, it's again, likability and lack thereof in this case. And she, uh, he, both her and Howard have the worst, the most condescending know-it-all uh, tone and cadence to their voice, her especially. And she's only gotten worse. She's what pushing, she's what, 68 now pushing 70. And she only yeah. sounds worse, but I think she's slowed down by whatever chemo she's on. So the delivery is even slower than normal. This is, you know, she, prong, you know, wave Robin way faster. And she's still painfully, oh, I'm going down. And then see, like she went through elocution class and you know, so she is like now she's like Bobby Brady or, you know, <laughs> change of voice, time to change in haughty cuntiness all the time. <laughs> You shouldn't know anything Brady. I mean, yes, you could have seen the movies, but there's no reason for you to know any Brady. Well, I, I, I used to watch the Brady Bunch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And if you read the account of what he did, they were uh, his group was he was a Marine. First of all, he couldn't even become a Marine um, outright when he was first trying to get into the military. He tried the Army, the Navy and um, the Air Force, I think, and finally became a Marine reservist just to serve because he was blind in one eye. Then he finally, after being a reservist, was able to get into the regular Marines and he served several tours in Vietnam like somebody else we know. <laughs> like Howard. I'm sorry, I completely tapped out. Like, the only thing I caught is one eye, and I automatically thought it was this Marine, one of Beth's cats. <laughs> <laughs> I just could care the fuck less about any of this. Well, you know that Howard tuned out as well. <clears throat> Unfortunately, guys, we have to include it because it's part of the whole saga, but um, he's going, he, he himself is asking, what the, where the hell is this going? Why do we, this isn't her news, this is, them talking he would accept this at the end of the show but not in the middle of the show he doesn't give a fuck oh yeah this is total simona dinnerstein territory and also <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking of <laughs> this is exactly that and it's like holding the show hostage for her bullshit totally. and also she he, howard would be paying attention if it was about the marine's cock <laughs> she's just drawing the wrong picture for him yeah yeah and at one point one of his Groups was under siege and they were uh, met by a force of Vietnamese that was greater in number than theirs and more and well equipped. And he grabbed a machine gun and just ran out of, uh, you know, from his platoon and started firing on everyone, wow. pushed them back. Then when he got to the people that he was trying to protect, he found that there were more people beyond them. Okay, now Howard's already, you're, you tapped out. When you tapped out is about, I don't know, 30 seconds after Howard had already tapped out that whole, that whole, <laughs> the way, the way he said, wow, was just like, you know, he was toothpicking. He was, uh, you know, eating, he was doing something, oh. anything, but listening. I, I'm speechless at how boring this is. I mean, I'd rather watch people play video games on Twitch and like games of gears of war. I'm not even joking. This is brutal. I well, hope to is. Christ, nobody ever asked her to do like a speech honoring a veteran. It's in, she's, she's, she's interminable. She said in her book, uh, you will recall that she supposedly at NBC had problems enunciating with uh, certain letters like the S the letter S that she had to actually go through a speech coach for it. And um, 
I, I don't know if she went to, if she went to a speech coach, they wouldn't, they would have coached her better than this because they would have told her, don't be boring, keep it moving. This is like your grandmother explaining how, you know, electricity was installed in her village. It, it just has the same level of interest. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. So who needed help and he went further on with a machine gun all by himself. Then he ran out of ammunition, picked up another submachine gun from a guy who had fallen, I guess, and a pistol and drove like 40 more. This is a guy you met. I was sitting next to him on the plane. 40 more Vietnamese back, and he won the Medal of Honor, which they don't give out all that very often. And now he goes around the country. He's retired. He goes around the country, and he talks to middle school children about how important it is to participate. That's already past Howard's level, middle school, but that's all right. I digress. I'm Um, sorry. I'm in my second REM sleep. (laughs) No, what's going on? We have to leave. Don't. I feel like in Vietnamese and machine guns, like so many guns, so much, so much, yeah. so much. Yeah. Well, she, you figure she probably got the rap from this guy on the plane ride and then, um, you know, and then had to, you know, sing his praises, but whatever. Fine. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. Good. <laughs> Anything you else, Robin? I, I would love it if Robin is the one who delivers, like, say she outlives Wiggy. Like, say he dies in some, like, I don't know, freak accident. Slips and breaks his hip and Beth never finds him because she's been drunk for a week in the other side of the house. Or pulls Uh, up a chair, (laughs) drinks, watching him die. Go ahead. Yeah. And if he does fall and she doesn't look for him, he'll be dead in like a day because he has no nutrition coursing (laughs) through that brittle body. So, all right. Say that happens and Robin has to deliver the eulogy. That would be so fucking satisfying because it would just be haughty Robin awfulness and that's exactly what he deserves he deserves this yeah. boring <laughs> haughty eulogy that, so that just never that never ends yeah everyone's it, sleeping in church audible snores through the eulogy it the won't friend. be like tom it won't be like tom hanks at um who was the name of the guy the the uh the michael clark duncan <laughs> you know yeah. wowing the crowd it's the direct opposite uh, let's keep going. He was part of your team or you met him on the plane? I just met him on the plane. He was headed here because he's going to. Did you give him a hand job? Mm. Oh, stop it. You should have said, oh. Because like, that's where Ralston Howard was. For you? <laughs> <laughs> that's where my, Howard's mind immediately went to. Did you go for his cock? <laughs> yeah, because he's having good memories. He's having well, flashbacks yeah. for when Ralph was jerking him off under a blanket during a flight in the 90s and Cuba Gooding Jr. happened upon it. Yeah, not not just this, but it's a military guy, which is another like that's just like double fantasy for Howard or double fagula. You're a hero. It's the least I can do. And let me help you, sir. He had never been to New York before, so I pointed out Manhattan as we were flying. Uh, There you go. Well, you did good everywhere you went, Robin. And he's, uh, I think he's ringing the closing bell today on Wall Street. Yeah, go ahead. I normally don't welcome the jerk off noise, but in this case, it's actually <laughs> it's welcome. It's really very welcome. <laughs> jerk it right off, Fred. Contributors to that organization he belongs to, where they go out to talk. Did to you play school children? What's this big duck duck goose thing? You played duck duck goose with we the children went, of Guatemala. Yeah, we went to a school or an after school program actually for Guatemalan girls. <laughs> duck and... duck goose is a demanding game. It is for Robin. At certain stages in her life, don't knock it, Wiggy. Don't knock it. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine musical chairs with Robin. 
<laughs> oh god, she probably she probably hated it. And you know the kids were probably like, Jesus, can she stop playing with us? Like you think, Robin you think and was... children and children and Robin just don't seem to go together. Do you think it was uh, the equivalent of Howard in the name game and any kids he's around and they're like, wow, they, for some reason, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, sorry, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's kid didn't like the name game as much this time. <laughs> yeah. like, it's only been every time you see him. They probably hide. They're probably like, okay, here's the plan. Howard's going to do the name game with you. Get up in the, get up into your room and unpack your suitcase and pretend you have to go to the bathroom. Yes. Exactly. Mm. I forgot we were at, at <laughs> 4,000 feet above sea level. Almost died trying to run around that circle. And after Robin played with the kids, we were a hit. The young ones asked us to join their playgroup, and even the older kids came out to watch us play. They probably were like, what the fuck? There's a woman with huge tits running around. <laughs> playing duck, duck, goose. you got to see these things bouncing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I'm Robin. sure they said that. Of course they did. I'm oh, a guy. <laughs> Yeah, make sure. Thanks Are for letting you? us. Thanks for reminding us, Wig. We needed to know that. They're, they're girl. Girls, I'm a vegan. We are going to play carrot, carrot, cucumber <laughs> instead of duck, duck, goose. They are teaching you an inappropriate game. Look at this tweet. I need a nap from a too heavy lunch. Beans, beans, beans. <laughs> We, I'm sure we could dig these up because there's a history of tweets. I don't think tweets ever really go away unless you're, if you go the Me? Wayback Machine. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you have multiple Twitter accounts that you just keep getting booted from. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this is, uh, yeah, I could see Robin being like that. I spent five minutes with the kids and now I got a nap for two hours. Poor me. Beans. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a lot of beans in Guatemala. Good for the heart. Guatemala is known for coffee. Nice to see how the ingredient for my enemas has grown. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny tweet. <laughs> oh no, I just saw a Domino's pizza and a Pizza Hut. You were upset, I think. I, I got yeah. it from that tweet. Yes. <laughs> wow. Civilization. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. So not only are we not finding out any facts, Robin is using this opportunity to be more of a narcissist. Pretty I mean, much. It, it's really brutal. Right. It's like she's using her Twitter as sc scrapbook from Guatemala. Look, I found a, a Coke machine. Wow. I found a four leaf clover. Wow. Look at this. It really is like, where's Waldo in, you know, tweet form. You and, must uh, honor me for charity because I found out there was Domino's pizza in Guatemala. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> I was shocked at how everybody's down there. How about La Casa del Waffle? <laughs> wow. Every minute there was a tweet. Look at this one. 409, 410, 423. Well, that yeah, that is that is demented. People who do that are like it's I remember um, Norm McDonald. Used he used Twitter as like storytelling, or he did for a while. There was someone he was honoring. I think it was a story he was telling. It took like 23, 24 parts because at that time, <clears throat> Twitter allowed fewer characters. And it was about I think it was about Remembrance Day, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. At any rate, that I understand. But when you're like using it as a notation, like a journal journal entries that m totally pointless and meaningless, it makes you look like the empty vessel you really are. So them making fun of her, I'm sorry, guys, I hate Wig, but he's right on with this. 
he is dead or dead first of all she doesn't know and understand twitter that's no. one right two it's we don't need your stream of consciousness through something that you're supposed to be actually finding facts for a really substantial cause this that's is right worsening the chances of this being successful and it's also showing you're not paying attention yes the other yes exactly the same thing i was thinking of right now she she uh i was like robin i was about to say that she um clearly she's got she's bored and this is what she's doing she's resorting to go to social media to get her her rocks off because she's bored shitless there like gary she doesn't (laughs) she's got nothing to do so um, just tweet, but if it's meaningless, it just, you're right. makes it look frivolous as a, as a trip itself. Picture you're like somebody, like a student in college and you're on your phone. Oh, the professor's hairdo is just crazy today. Oh, there's this kid. I can't stand his sneakers. Oh my God. This going so slow and you're, and you're, you know, studying international politics or something. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be fucking tweeting stream of consciousness. You idiot. So she's not present. Like she's there. And and I think it's ultimately, it's what we addressed in the previous episode. She didn't want to go. She didn't want to go. She was kind of painted herself into a corner where, oh, I got to go now. Uh, they all wanted to go to Africa, but they offered, well, here's Guatemala. Here's a trip you can take. And she took it because she was afraid of looking like a fraud because it was all, a, you know, she knew they could see it was a ruse to get in, uh, get get at uh, Brendan Murphy's fucking dick. Yeah. And say if Brendan Murphy was following her Twitter during this trip, say, Less is more. So if you want a guy to miss you or something, mm-hmm. reporting on what you're doing every four seconds <laughs> is probably not going to make you sound or look more attractive. Honey. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was seeing the, we were riding along into Guatemala City and I was seeing all the fast food joints. Being out in the... Um, How many people followed your tweets? I don't know. I didn't even know you tweet. I didn't know how many. I couldn't get on the internet very often. I was Mm -hmm. just doing that by my BlackBerry. Well, thank God I felt connected. (laughs) I wanted you to know at every moment. Beth and I kept logging in. I was okay. Oh God! Now let's see what let's see what let's see what comes from Beth's the wisdom of Beth's mouth. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, this is hot meat kettle because this lunatic is instagramming pictures of cat bums and bullshit every five seconds of the day there's absolutely no difference i meant to ask you uh, you're not on twitter anymore but when you were was was beth a regular tweeter at all anymore or is it just insta insta she got so much shit on twitter that no she had to stop <laughs> okay yeah it had it had to be stopped fair enough I said, where's Robin now? (laughs) (laughs) She's still on the bus. Oh, man. Good for you, Robin. Triumphant as usual, and there you are. Very exotic places like Solola and Coban. Cocoban. (laughs) (laughs) And, yep. So this becomes about Robin now. So this charity has devolved into the Robin's Twitter show. Yeah. So she really fucked her whole, the whole idea of what she was doing this for just went right out the window. Right. I mean, I'm enjoying Howard shitting all over it. I mean, good for Mm -hmm. him, but. 
Well, the other thing is, go. shouldn't she be a little more indignant to him if she really gave a fuck about this charity and she he's mocking her trip? Or is she, th- is she not even associating the fact that the whole point of the trip was for to go towards the girl fund or whatever, which 15 foundation charity, whatever bullshit, the whole point was for charity. And he's mocking the reason she went, supposedly went. Right. Shouldn't, and she's not, she's not even doing herself any favor. She's not reiterate. She's not, um, giving points to why she went there. She's not right. helping her own cause. She's actually not building his case. Absolutely. And whoever else is behind the scenes and the wrap up show, as we'll see. Although you couldn't communicate verbally with the people, they understood you because you're empathic with all the people. Oh, was that right? right. That, we, we bonded with our tails. Were there vegetables in Guatemala? Tons. Because they have very good, uh, very rich soil, and they do a lot of organic farming over there. I saw some tweet of yours or Facebook that you were at a Taco Bell. No, 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 no. See, and I was like, where's her, uh, where's her, uh, where's her uh, green drink? We never went to a Taco Bell. That was when I was listing all the fast food joints. I Said was you were eating. in a Oh my God, that's like a five-year-old. Look, I found another Coca-Cola bottle cap. Oh wow, look, I found another wrapper. Look, like, really? This is what you uh, spent? This is what you spent your time in fucking Guatemala in a fact-finding mission? And now <laughs> you're arguing about it. Yeah. And instead of saying, why are you bringing up Taco Bell? Who cares? It's about girls preserving their clits and having an education, you fuck. Instead of saying that, he's, she's saying, no, I wasn't in a Taco Bell. Lots of vegetables. I was ta- I was in a Taco Bell, but I didn't eat there. It's about me, this trip, and my eating, and what I see, and me. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Taco Bell. No, it never said I was in a Taco Bell, and I, somehow that maybe it mistyped because I had to correct people and say, "No, I'm not in a Taco Bell. Well, we we're never in a Taco Bell." <clears throat> I turned to Beth. I went, "Oh boy!" And you wrote me. You said, or somebody wrote me. What does that have to? How does? Well, who was it? You wrote me, or someone wrote me. The two of them can't get their facts straight. And the other thing is here, by the way, like, okay, Robin has decided she's going to do this. She goes and. The first things out of her mouth are not even charity. Like, that's the whole point. Like, this stuff starts out about her trip. But what did she get out of it? I mean, are we supposed to, is it a thing where she's going, oh, no, I'm not going to really tell anybody about it. You should go to my blog or you should go to my Twitter page and I'll give you, you know, the the video. Because she did, as we said, video walkthroughs of things she was doing. Um, But uh, I just don't understand what the draw was supposed to be if this is the result. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the world of Robin, the wonderful world of quivers. Robin I, is never re- wrong.com. <laughs> it is. It's Robin's never wrong charity project. It's okay. awful. All and right. then he, and then listen to the haughty responses. Oh, but I did go to a lot of exotic places. So what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's some filth. <laughs> I so, did see some filthy areas and I was tired from beans. I needed naps and I played duck, duck, goose, but I was not eating Taco Bell. And how much do you want to bet she went to fast food places the whole time when she was there because she could not deal with whatever they were cooking? Yeah, why not? And who cares? It doesn't make you any better, Robin. Either way, whether you eat tacos or real vegetables steamed with rice, it doesn't matter. It should be about the trip and your mission. 
Oh, in case you're wondering, guys, what the 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 where the fun funny went? Well, it's 2010 now. Remember, and Artie is gone. He only he's only in the beginning of this, and now he's since gone. And all that fucking they have dead air by the by the truckloads they have to get rid of, and this is how they're doing it by going through fucking tweets, which is and about as interesting. At each other. Yes, which is about as interesting as watching I don't know flies fucking on paint drying. So. Uh, That's another really interesting observation. The fact that Artie's not there, Mm -hmm. it leaves them more room to focus on each other versus focusing on his immense problems. And what is happening is you're seeing their relationship kind of devolve and become such a fucking hen, like a pick fest at each other. Like cannibalism. It's wonderful. Well, yeah, because, and that's again... Um, so this is March, uh, let's see if I got this right. March, March 22nd of 2010. So they're three months in and I mean, it's quite obvious it's, they've got so little to say because at that point anyway, he was just more guarded and she would, you know, she would give some of herself. Okay, fine. But then without Artie, you realize how much he added to that fucking show. You take him out. That's hours of every week gone that you have to now, oh my God, I got to come up with them. And there's no one in that chair. And you know how Howard is about picking on people on the show. So with that huge gorilla taken out of the room, you are going to focus on Robin's shit so much more now. And it is pissing him off. I mean, now he's having fun with it, but it won't always be like this. No, God, no. We, we have yet to excavate, guys. That mixed with Green Drake. That was me. <laughs> that was me who wrote I that. I thought that was you. Yeah. But it was on Beth's computer. <laughs> I go ask her, ask her how that green drink tastes with Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco I was never Bell. in a Taco Bell. All right. Well, it certainly seemed that way. No. I was given the wrong information. Never then. stop there. <laughs> I was given the wrong information, so he didn't go and see any of this himself. Somebody reported on it for him. So is Jason, most likely Jason. Such uselessness. <laughs> he couldn't be arsed to fucking check it out himself. No, <laughs> yeah, he needs a, he really he needs a he needs a Twitter, Twitter tutor, Twitter tutor. <laughs> a fact finding tutor, a everything. Robin tutor. Yeah, everything. Eating can lead to a lot of misconceptions. <laughs> no, I was following you as much as I could, and well, it didn't uh, seem so much fun. It did, I mean, no, you were making we, the best of it, but you know what I really might like is rock climbing. No, <laughs> because we were in that cave. <laughs> Okay. I need to put a cliffhanger gif to get gif together. Oh yeah, put that whale fucking climbing a rock, please, in the fucking harness and everything yeah. with that moo coming out of the yeah. hotel or her apartment building. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's about Robin again. Yeah. I might try rock climbing. That's what you got on the fact finding mission to Guatemala. Also. I can't believe this is it. You're not having fun. It doesn't seem like fun. I, who said this was supposed to be fun? Exactly. That was <laughs> it's missing the fucking point. Well, they're two idiots anyway, and they're two self-absorbed it, idiots. Yeah, this isn't like a resort in Tulum where you're going to like drink and eat for a week. You fuck. Yeah, this is this is unbelievable. It's not for you. Around. You could hear the bats, and uh... I don't think you could do it. I was enjoying, and I, you know, when I was in Eleuthera, I had to climb over some rocks on the beach. I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed that. Do you still own your race car, or did you sell that? No, I still have my race car. 
<laughs> you can still get the horse. <laughs> what? You just love hearing Perfect. him shit on her hobbies. <laughs> I like that was a good right hook. I mean, usually he's a lot slower now, yeah. but that was that was a good fucking right hook. Right. And I like how she uh, kind of, um, th- th- there's the idea that she would even consider like, I think I'll go rock climbing. Now the truth is she dabbles in more shit than he's ever done. Then de- definitely more adventurous. Certainly she traveled more than he ever did. So I give her credit for that. She's been outside the country. Uh, you know, even if she, the India thing, we make fun of her for leaving after a day in India, but, um, she did get into a race car. She did you know, ride horses. Wig wouldn't ride a fucking, like a hobby horse <laughs> if, if you paid him. <laughs> but here's the narcissism of Robin and travel. Sure. It is when you travel to a different place it, to appreciate a culture, like say Anthony Bourdain, and you highlight it in a way that not only educates people on different cultures, but makes you want to go out and experience that for yourself. Sure. Robin goes to a place and says, what do I like? What am I getting out of this? What is it for me? Yeah. In, in a way that's like, how can I take this and make it about myself versus sure. how can I highlight what I just experienced about another culture that is so wonderful? I it's like the, rocks and rock yeah. climbing. So I might try rock climbing. I mean, this it's, is fucking so it's shallow. The, it's the equivalent of, and I have, I, I want, I, there's a friend I have on Facebook who's notorious for this, who, for taking selfies. She went to Australia and inserted herself in every single fucking photo. And it couldn't just be a picture of, I don't know, Ayers Rock or whatever they call it. It had to be her in the foreground with the fucking monument, like with the, with the natural, this natural, you know, rock structure in the, in, like out of focus because she was more important. You know what I mean? And uh, I think someone told her about this and she got really upset. But the bottom line is you're right. When you go on a trip or you're supposed to find it, in this case, a fact, fact finding mission What the, what was the fact? Uh, then, well, then that's to, what makes it even worse. Right. I mean, it's, it's doubly, uh, shallow and doubly, uh, embarrassing because she, the whole point of going is now lost. And, um, again, they're going to go more into it in on the 23rd, the next day, because we still have the wrap up show to get through. So. Let's keep going. Horses or no, they're dead? my horse died. So now it's going to be rock climbing? <laughs> what happened to sk- skydiving? Skydiving, uh, the season is coming back again. Okay. So as soon as the weather clears, we'll be up. How's your boat? The boat is fine. <laughs> How's Captain Dennis? Is he still your Captain assistant? Captain Dennis is working out well. Wow. Jeez. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> I never thought that Captain Dennis was going to last. Wow, man, this, that was, that was, that was totally aggressive. That was, there was nothing in there that was passive whatsoever. He was just going after every fucking fly by night hobby she's had and shitting on every one of them. I was like, wow, are we listening to our own show? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty amazing, isn't it? That was a great rundown. Also, I like how Robin can't admit she gave up any of those hobbies, even though she fucking knows damn well she doesn't do any of them. No, of course not. I could deal with unsufferable, insufferable Robin if somebody's shitting on her. When it's just relentless, insufferable Robin with nobody calling her out on it, that's when right. I can't deal with it. Oh, God, who can? All right, guys, we're going to go into the next clip, which is at the same day, uh, 3.22.10, and it's the wrap-up show. It's only about an eight-minute clip, and we're going to get through it. Um, the whole walk, I think I'm going to get through it, uh, probably the next episode because there's two clips back to back where she's back from Guatemala and 
there there's an, and also another wrap up show segment of it um but uh, we wanted to I wanted to put this one cuz some guy calls in and totally nails Robin to the wall watching fox news is Megan Kelly oh sorry go ahead i also wanted you guys to know that during this uh time period when she was coming uh, back from Guatemala, this also coincided with the Gabare Sidibe media frenzy. Yep. So Howard is, there's a lot of changes, A, going on, I think, in media, more, Sirius XM was kind of a free-for-all. It was like cowboy radio again. Mm-hmm. And then slowly the censorship's, started happening yeah and, and self and self-censorship as well correct which is actually is incredibly sad i think in a lot of ways and obviously the sirius xm is now basically it might as well be terrestrial radio except for you get to say fucking shit and that's deal. it you can't say anything controversial anymore but where before you could say anything you wanted and there was no repercussion mm-hmm. um so the Gabare Sidibe thing, they got in a lot of trouble for that, uh, talking shit about loves, how she's never, gonna, she's never going to have another acting role. And Robin had to do damage control along with uh, promoting this charity and promoting her weight loss and promoting her diet stuff. It was a whole slew of appearances that she went on that were very odd. Mm-hmm. I remember them being super super superficial um she didn't come off great she came off just as haughty as she did during um she came off just as haughty as she did during that whole uh after after show about guatemala and her tweets and whatever so if you look under uh robin the view and wendy williams actually too she went on so this uh uh, the 2000 wendy williams one yeah this the 42310 with regard to the uh, Wendy Williams appearance, we'll play it chronologically when we get to that section of the audio clips. And uh, we'll also play some of the um, 15 Foundation promo clips that she's in uh, where she's at the charities because some of them are totally worth it. She's so uncomfortable. And even though they're two or three minute like promo, tra- almost like t- movie trailers, they're totally worth going through because she's so incredibly uncomfortable around the kids. And on the fly. And she, Wiggy's always been like that. She's she's almost as bad. He's worse, but she's pretty bad. Yeah, she's really uncomfortable and awkward. I just wanted to bring that up to give context to everything that's going around during sure. this time period. No, and it, it's, it's valid because, yeah, you're right. He's, I mean, as of, I don't know, 2008, I would say he's already on Gil- Gilbert when he comes in saying, okay, that's enough, which never happened. Like when he was in the news, they say, okay, guys, guys, that's too much or that's too far. Um, when he went after George Takei and called him a chap bastard. And, yeah, you know, it in used the, to in be the voice never of, enough. In the voice of Paul Lind <laughs> saying, you know, uh, what, did he, what did he say there? It's on, somebody's done a brilliant clip of it of, uh, of, uh, on YouTube where the <laughs> George, <laughs> who you want to fuck, your mother or your father. <laughs> he doesn't stop. <laughs> no. Gilbert does no forever. No filter. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's keep going to this uh, wrap-up show segment. Uh, his parents lose power and end up staying at his place, and but they don't want to burden Howard. And something that got the short shift, I think, today was what happened to Scott Salem and his fate, which we heard about all last week here during the uh, the off week. 
Uh, Scott. Well, by the way, this is not the Hurricane Sandy situation where his parents were out of power and had to go with him, but didn't they had to stay at a library? Was it a library with yeah. with uh, with uh, Ellen, their their daughter? You know, for days they he wouldn't put them up. He never volunteered to put them up. <laughs> it was they had it, to fend for themselves. This is separate. This is another occurrence. Hearing, hearing this now, the it is so incredibly frustrating and sad. I mean, Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scott. His parents. I mean, the best thing his parents could do is die. Like that is what he's praying for, and it's been. I don't know, 10 years after the fact, and they're still burdening him. Their presence is a burden to him. That's how he feels about his elderly parents. He's such a piece of shit. But at the same time, he's crutching on them for material so much. I mean, his oh, mother is like, still doing fucking Ray impressions. And uh, they're cringeworthy as always. But they, they, they never, it used to be funny, but now it's just pathetic. And it's been pathetic for several years now, many years since the so all the money he spends on their furniture and decorating their senior nursing home apartment, whatever, yeah. she should be getting, she should have everything and royalties based on the impressions that he yeah. takes from her every totally. fucking day. Forget about that. All the time she called in and, you know, made great radio because she just called him on his bullshit. It was fantastic. We go, we're eventually going to do a Ray versus Howard episode and Bob D is going to be well in on that one because he, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell, we'll, just promoing it, but we're definitely going to get to that one. Uh, but there's just so much to get through. It's a matter of picking all the right clips. Anyway, I lost power for, he got his power back last Friday. He was out for like 10 days. He lost. Power. Well, no, it wasn't that long. It wasn't 10 days. Cause I know everybody's power went out probably Saturday afternoon. Okay. Well, almost a week. And so he was out for, cause I, I got mine back Thursday night. I lost mine on Saturday afternoon. Got it back Thursday night. That's five days. It just seems like 10 days when you're listening to Scott. Well, it seemed like even longer. Scott can explain himself if he wants to. Uh, Jay Leno beating Letterman in the ratings, but Howard and Tower says he may want to help. And yes, of course, it's some pointless Jay Leno bashing, but that's also for another time. Help out Dave. There's nothing he can do. I mean, people are going back to watch Leno. Well, and the point Howard was making is even if he wants to help out Dave, I'm not sure Dave wants to help. Right. Meaning he wants to help, just not what goes with it. Yeah, who knows how that conversation would go. Uh, Sandra Bullock play, praised her husband a little bit too much, considering what's happening now. Obama was that the Jesse James fella at the time? This Wait, this is a little interesting. So Howard could help out Letterman, but Letterman's not sure if he wants all the baggage that goes with it. Meaning Howard is such a fucking prima donna. He's never going to... He's going to showboat. He's going to be awkward. He's going to be annoying. And th at this point, there I mean, Howard's never good on Letterman, but now no. it's really bad. So oh God, hokey. Yeah. So terrible. So I like how he phrased that. That was interesting. And yeah, mm -hmm. this is around the Jesse James time period. Yeah, this is amazing. I mean, a little time capsule uh, when you play these For clips. sure. Healthcare plan through and is to be praised for that. Uh, Sal and Richard have a nice chat with some high schoolers at the St. Patrick's Day parade and I think Sal and Richard both in their element as they uh, got to talk to those guys. We'll see how those boys are doing. Uh, Howard tells Ralph he's getting some new glasses and a fancy hat. Uh, plenty of... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's getting some glasses, a fancy hat, and a rim job. <laughs> Feedback on the Gabaret Sidibe. You still don't know how to say it. I, I can't. Gabby. Plenty of talk about Gabby, but we should start off with Robin's big trip to Guatemala. I, I can tell you, I just was walking in the hallway, so I passed Steve Langford, 
interrupting, uh, interviewing Robin. Interrupting, same and, thing. And he, and he goes, I know that when I call you, it's never, you know, it, it wasn't a good time. And I'm thinking, in Robin's mind, like, there's some people when they call you, it's just never the right time. Yeah, when Steve Lankford calls you, it's never the right time. God bless Mud Lankford, because uh, he uh, he was responsible for some pretty good fucking radio when they were there. He was a pit bull. And, but it also, too, like, during this time period, especially after Artie, their jobs at the news got harder and harder because All they became time. less available, more uh, more censored. Wow, it's just kind of amazing when you think about the whole Sirius XM and this show and this Howard News. I mean, it is. what's the difference between free radio and this show now? Except for Howard gets to talk about scat and... <laughs> Uh, babysitter porn. Oh, I mean, God. who cares? Yeah, and the the thing was the the news department had to feel like, well, I'm sure they were grateful they still had their jobs because they really had less and less to do as years went on. And eventually, Howard was just like, "What am I paying for them for? I don't even want them here anymore." That was the big hubris of, "Oh, I'm going to have news cover me." He only really needed them for the time that he wasn't at Sirius, and once he was there, they were useless. So right. he was wa- he was wasting money on them, and he realized it. But he he also realized there was some value to having them um, create conflict on the air, like Penny Crone especially and stuff. But that even she didn't last very long. But isn't the news kind of how everyone else now is on the show, where it's yeah. like they're just happy to have a job? They know it's garbage. They know it's not going anywhere, and there's totally. no upward mobility. None. Yeah, they're they're just everybody's collecting a paycheck. Nobody exemplifies that more than Fred, in terms of take getting a paycheck. Oh, anyway, and I think that's you know, like what could have been a good time for Robin to take that call from Steve while she was in Guatemala? None, exactly. There's none. But can you imagine being in Guatemala and dealing with whatever you're dealing with? You're on the bus and the phone. You go dealing with the Taco Bells. (laughs) There's never a good time for Steve Langford call. How about during the hundred and 10 tweets you sent where you're so busy rock climbing and not eating Taco Bell and shoveling beans down your gut. Fuck do you off. Get, do you get the sense there that was Steve Langford's like, well, how's the fucking fact finding mission? It sounds like all you're doing is getting extra crispy over at KFC. Right. Like even when she did the ayahuasca bullshit, it's always about that. Robin. It's always about her. Nothing always. is ever it's so such such selfishness involved in everything she does. Yeah, it has. It starts with me and it ends with I. Phone <laughs> <laughs> rings and you look down and it's Steve and asking his questions the way he asked because you know he probably didn't say anything. He just waited for Robin to volunteer some kind of information. So what do you think of the uh, hearing about Robin's big trip? Are you surprised she made it back in one piece? No, I, I mean I was pretty pretty confident that the UN wasn't going to let her die. <laughs> and did you know she was hoping they would let her die? <laughs> so also then think about this, the UN's involved. There's mm-hmm. all these pieces that made this trip happen sure. in the hopes of actually bringing awareness probably to these uh, already, you know, kind of started programs in the country. And this yep. is what Robin brought attention to rock sure. climbing, coffee fields, beans and Twitter. Yeah, that's that. That's the culmination. I'm sure the UN was fucking pleased as punch. She won an award for her humanitarianism. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I heard her talking. I didn't hear the whole thing. What did, like, who's giving her the award? Uh, Steve came in with but, a news story. But nothing to do with this trip. In other words, this trip is part of why she's getting an award, but it's not... The people who put her on this trip aren't the ones giving her the award, are they? Correct. They're not, but she's getting an award for helping girls and women out. I guess she said it was another being honored, and and Wig mm-hmm. totally nails her for it. What? <laughs> so she's getting an award right. for not bringing a shred of awareness to anything and basically having some sort of maybe, maybe not a charity. Yeah, a fact-finding mission that brought no facts. She's getting an award for. I'm wow. sure some. I'm sure someone out there with more knowledge about these hoity-toity charity things than than I do, um, particularly with the organization aspect of it. These these um, basically the way they placate big donors or big um, spokespeople is to award them with these fucking plaques or these, you know, statues to show them, oh, we appreciate what you're doing. It really is just to kiss ass to help them keep them on the, uh, I'm sure it's part of the expense uh, to keep them happy, uh, to make them feel like they're a big shit so that they'll continue to donate their money, their time, their influence, etc. So that's really all it is, I think. Uh, if someone wants to um, sh- tell me that there's merit to these awards, that they're very rare and they only go to people that are really deserving, please uh, show us in the content uh, comments section. Tell us all about it. Give us the links. Um, Beth has gotten so many hoity-toity animal awards. Sure. One, I remember Howard awarded it to her, and she was so surprised that he was the one who was giving the award. And I wanted to throw up because there are people sitting in the audience that actually work at the shelters every sure. day yeah. and clean the cages and help right. out. Mm-hmm. Me, but it goes to this fucking f- this fog. Oh my god! <laughs> for for her whole career, however long she's been doing it. Is Dan, is a guy named Dan that's given her the award? It's, uh, I think it's called Scenario. Dan's Radio Hall of Fame giving her an award? What do you mean? Scenarios was one of the places we mentioned in the first episode that she helped out. In Scenarios? That, I think that's the name of the organization. Oh, okay. Uh, huh? nice, nice to see you, by the way, Ben. Nice to see you. Always a pleasure. Thanks. What facts did Robin find on this fact-finding mission? <laughs> I'll tell you what we were talking about in the office. She found that there's a guy who was a war hero of Vietnam that she's heavily in love with. Master Major Pittman. Master Major. Everyone was like, okay, like I can understand when you meet one of those guys, you're blown away. I've been, I've been down that road. You meet somebody and you're like, this is a real-life hero. So she told the story this morning. But then it was the lead news story. Well, she... <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. They're kind of nailing her to the wall for that. I mean, (laughs) could you imagine hearing that story at the tail end of this show and it's so early in the morning and you're already doing all of this other stuff and now you're sitting there for an extra, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes hearing this blathering about goddamn nothing. Nothing. I mean, if you if you said freeze, somebody tell me a fact from what she just said. I guarantee you not one person could present me with a fact. Zero. You'd have to, if you put a gun to their head, they'd have to take the bullet. <laughs> I can't now. And we just yeah. heard it. Yeah, we did. Now, mind you guys, we will hear more of the Guatemala thing, Guatemala thing um, in the next episode. But right, as, as of right now, she hasn't said much of, sh- I mean, she hasn't said shit. He kept bringing him up during the entire show. And then the news starts and it's 10 minutes about this this war hero and i think people were speculating that she offered him anal in the bathroom on the plane i mean she literally fell for him it sounds like but again you can't help but be impressed by someone like that i get it so do you think she's in love with this guy or who knows what's going on in robin's life we, I, I was the one who was talking to howard during the break and i said uh i robin threw a very nice birthday dinner for howard the thursday night 
before we left on vacation. Hold on, guys. And it was only a handful. It was like 14 people were there. And that the guy, and I said to Howard, like, we need a handle for this. I don't know what to call it. Is it Robin's? Like, I've heard old people say, you know, um, this is my lady friend. Well, Langford, when he did his news set, referred to him as her companion. And... <laughs> Guess who they're talking about? <laughs> oh, my embarrassing. And just think about this. Yeah. You're right. She she gave all of this charitable shit up. I mean, yeah. as phony as we all know it is. Yep. This embarrassment of the Brendan Murphy grift really threw everything into a complete tailspin. Yeah, it 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 dropped faster than Beth's drawers at a chic convention. I mean, it was like um so Brendan's getting crowbarred into. We heard um earlier in this episode, she brought him to the Christmas party. She brought him in studio. Then she brought him to brought dinner him with to... dinner with Howard and Beth, I think. She brought him to the um, presentation of finding out about the yes. certain charities. She That's incorporated right. the artwork with That's right. her charity work. Right. That became an event. So she's crowbarring him everywhere she can and wild. Um, I, <laughs> she wants a bit of plagiarist. She wants a bit of plagiarist dick. That's it. But in this case, when say, for example, Beth and Howard drop out of charities like Long Island Bulldog Rescue or, sure. you know, whatever else that she's not, her face isn't attached to. Okay, yeah, maybe some let down bulldogs. In this case, it's like actual countries and people and yeah. children yeah. and girls. Right. But fuck all uh, that. <laughs> but, you know, I can't be embarrassed that I've been openly used for five years from a grifter. <laughs> correct. Correct. mundo. And she didn't like that all at all. That's a funny one, by the way. My aunt is 92 years old, and she's had a companion for four years, and we don't know. We don't even know what that means. All right, so we have no idea what to call this guy. Well, I was saying, I, I go. I said to Howard, "Are we officially calling him her boyfriend?" And he said, "I don't know. Like, we don't know." She seemed put off by that. Do you agree, Benji? Yeah, but I mean, do we? Other than the fact, do we have? Does anyone have any confirmation about anything? It's, I find it amazing that they're even talking this much about this. You would never hear this even, okay, let's say five years ago, six years ago, it, definitely not in 2020 about Robin because it's all too much about Robin. This is before Marcy Turk, but my God, they're going so much into this. And I, I, I almost forget how kind of insidious they could get on the wrap up show way back when, when they were still I allowed to. The longer we do this and the longer we're out from the show that we all knew and loved mm -hmm. it becomes so it becomes so much more i don't know sort of sad and also i get blown away by clips like this because i i forget like i do forget because we are now enshrined in such ass lathering on the wrap-up oh, yeah. show there is not a shred of this show on the current stern show anymore no it doesn't way. exist no, I mean, the again, voices are there, but it's just all jerk off fast. Yeah, it's it's one big circle jerk. And the thing is, this is where you'd get so much information, the wrap up show that you would never get. And then it often because if it was so it was so good, sometimes Howard would the next day he was in, he'd play the wrap up show on the air to waste more fucking time. 
after Artie left, there were times where I would want to just listen to the wrap up show because they would Absolutely. play what I wanted to know about. And uh-huh. I wouldn't have to hear all the droning on and boredom and pauses and silence and obsessiveness that he has. And without annoyance. question, without question, because you know, they had a, they had a finite amount of time. Howard had five hours to kill or four hours to kill, mostly like less than that. And then they had to get everything in within like. It depended if they went long with the show, the wrap up show was, was truncated as a result. So they might've had 15 minutes. They might've had a half hour. They might have had 45 minutes. It all depended. But if they had an hour, that was a lot of real estate and you got way more info. So those were often the best ones where they had like an hour. Like John Hine to me in this clip is actually in now in present, present tense. This is ballsy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So all we know is that he's attended some, several important events with her. Many, you know, okay. He's been to uh, the Christmas party Howard threw. He was at Robin's UN charity event. Uh, Robin threw a birthday dinner. He was there. He's been at some other events that I haven't been at that I heard he's been at. So holy fucking Christ. She's clearly comfortable. This is, this is basically the rundown of the milking of yes. Robin Quivers. We are watching yeah. Her get milked like a fucking sow. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a list rundown. And this doesn't even begin. This is just the beginnings of his grift. That's so right. they're, they're essentially cataloging his grift. This is mm-hmm. amazing. It is. Bringing him out in public as a friend. as a, he, He's a date, even though they're friends. Mm-hmm. That's her date. Okay, so maybe that's how he should be referred to as Robin's date. Robin's friend date? Robin's date friend. I I don't know. But what did you think of Robin's Facebook and Twitter updates? Again, this is the first I heard of it. I I apparently I'm not following Robin on Twitter and I should be. Oh, you should be. <laughs> oh my Christ. god, he's such a useless idiot. He is. He's a tit. Was everyone in the office following? We saw. We weren't sure if it was her. Right. I mean, we, we, Facebook we knew, but Twitter we had no idea if it was Robin or someone else pretending to be Robin. But we learned she had an awful lot of time on that bus. Let's put it that way. She was <laughs> updating quite a bit. But what can you update on a bus? Gone another mile, seen another rock? Pretty much. There are pictures <laughs> of trucks. <laughs> well done, Bowie. <laughs> Thanks. You can I sit think... in with us anytime. You know what? I just want to put this out there. Sure. Laria, if you feel like leaving Alec, there's this other guy. His name's Brendan Murphy. I think he would be perfect for you. You guys could literally be like the CIA for grifters and imposters. Did It'd be you check perfect. Out, did you check out on our Facebook page the amazing Photoshop that uh, Matthew Schultz did? Uh, the liar, first liar, grifters oh, club. God. What a f- first grifters club or something like that. I'm sorry if I'm not doing it justice. I don't remember, but it was yeah, great. Like his, his, work, his, work is, his work is stellar. Yeah, it's the first liars club. <laughs> like that's the first wives club. You got, it was you got amazing. It. And it's, you know, the the original movie poster, except for it's Beth's disgusting head and Alaria and uh Lori Laughlin. It was really yes. funny. Yeah. And and other things. But look, you can't take away from Robin that she's no, trying to she's trying to do a good thing here and, and help out. And I give her a ton of credit for that. But we also learned today that Robin is going to be a uh, rock climber or looking to rock climbing now. Yeah, I suggested that she put uh, both her horses horse, horses on top of the race car. She can climb that to see how she likes it. Where do you think rock climbing is going to stand up against the other hobbies? Um, well, it, it, won't, it won't cost her anything unless she buys her own rock. 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's funny the how they all, they all know her so well. <laughs> oh my god, this is so great. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, I bought Mount St. Helens so I can climb. Tom and Tempe, you're on the wrap-up show. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, Tom. This is my 10th time calling. I love this show. Excellent. Um, Robin, the 34, I think, should go up to 44 on the narcissistic <laughs> chart. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> I agree. I exactly remember what Howard said. And she goes, oh, thank God for people like that. And she was completely referring to herself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what? You can give her a lot of shit, but, you know, at least she goes and does stuff. You know, the, pe- the people that you really want to give, you know, smack across the head are people who don't do anything and pat themselves on the back. Like Beth? Well, for Robin has money and influence, so she can do stuff. If you want to wield your capital in a charitable way, which I suggest people who do have that sort of clout and money and they use their power and wealth to bring awareness to certain things, that's mm-hmm. what you should do sure. to make a better society and world. You know what I mean? Right. But but Robin uses it to wield it about herself <laughs> it's like a mace she's listen I, you know whether she pats herself on the back or not she, she got on a plane she went to guatemala she's a woman of action and she That's did it you know true. she did it I'll, I'll give her that but uh that, that just killed me thank god for people like that <laughs> i'll have to look for that one that's funny <laughs> hey thank you guys appreciate it man all right thank you tom why was Robin struggling with a game of Duck, Duck, Goose? She said she was fourth out of the sea level. <laughs> because gravity is can, a bitch. Can you please pull that clip for an opening? <laughs> I might have oh, to my rem- God. Let me, rem- let me remind myself. Pull, Duck, <laughs> Duck, Goose. <laughs> W-A-U-S clip. God, he asked that so perfectly. <laughs> it was just like silently nasty. Is that like when the when your team goes to play in Denver and yes. you know you're not sure because of the mile high? She could hit the she hit the ball really far, <laughs> I guess. But uh, wait, after, do you guys remember what how the rules? Of the, yes, I remember them very you well. Go duck, duck. What happens when you hit the goose? When you hit the goose, the goose gets up and chases you around the circle, and if the goose tags you. Before you get back Before to the get place back to the that spot, that person's at, then you're. So let's let's just uh. t- well, let's listen to the uh, philosophs discuss duck, duck duck goose and the rules that the you know the complex rules of the game. Then, then you know what I I know we say like the getting things done was not a good choice, but they're fucking retarded. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! You think listen some of the weakest? Long... <laughs> you think some of the weakest links got got taken care of? <laughs> Are we on minute four of the explanation of Duck Duck Goose? Are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. Do you guys know how to play patty cake? He's <laughs> about Red Rover. Oh, no, you're not. Out. You go in the middle. And people just make fun of you. Well, out, out is the middle. What do you mean you go in the middle? People make fun of you in the, of the circle. And they just, people start like, they just. Uh, what? You're, uh, <laughs> You're out, Patty. Oh, okay, but it's not like it's yeah. not like thirty minutes of like just like we're gonna <laughs> no. break you down now. No, it's not torture. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I have I never played a game of Duck Duck Goose where anyone said, "Sam, oh, Patty," or whatever. It's never or, or happened. Were you in the middle? <laughs> it's about what are they talking about? It's about 
running around and getting it's, out. There's no teasing. Yeah, it's basically about getting two or three of the people in the class to run around and beating the person to the the space. And then, you know, <laughs> I remember we did one in uh, grade two. One kid, he was up there the whole time. He was so slow, he never could catch anybody. The teacher never picked him again. <laughs> that kid probably is a serial killer right now. <laughs> I mean, listen to this explanation. Guys, this isn't how you play Duck, Duck, Goose. <laughs> so, wrong duck duck horse anyway guys that will be the end of this particular episode uh we thank you so much for being uh patrons being fans uh check us out on facebook our facebook page lots of photoshops go up there that not even from me from other because we have some wizards that work for us that do a great job um the uh comments coming in on podbean and on youtube and even on facebook keep them coming we're do another mailbag so we'll be getting that done before long and um, hopefully the breakdowns will come in short order. So, because uh, Raven, as I said, is not feeling 100%, but when she is, she will be back on them. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Sam, any closing words of mm. wisdom? Nah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good. I got, a, I got a lot out of this when I learned a lot about Guatemala and children's <laughs> games. So. <laughs> fast, fast food restaurants in third world Yay. countries. It's, good. it's <laughs> okay. good. It seems like a pleasant place. I hope the children and the girls are doing really well. And I also learned that grifters can just pull charities off, like, yeah, <laughs> pull the plug on them immediately. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, on behalf of us here at QF, thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next one. Take care, guys. Bye. I have to dismantle them. them I, 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 I like Artie. So I let's like say if people Robin. work for Robin. And, yes. and, and let's say they can't work with Robin. And Robin will not see their point of view, right? She will right. only it's see big, her own. That's exactly the... That. Is that a case with you and me? No. Absolutely not. But, 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 but that's because Howard's enormously famous. <laughs> what are you talking about? He wasn't enormously famous when I met him. Yeah, but he was your ticket. No, I was thinking my about... My ticket? I, God knows he was my ticket to hell. <laughs> see? I was thinking... I was thinking